this is Stephen Byer from Modern Films, and you're listening to Sick on Cinema. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sick on Cinema. I am one half of your two little podcasters jumped over the wall. John. And I'm your other half, Matt. And we are back on it, boys. Yeah, yeah boy. Yeah, boy. Sipping on some Fago. Spill <laughs> <laughs> all the juggalos and juggalettes. <laughs> Don't trust us home. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop. Go watch Superhuman. On, was it Facebook? Facebook, yeah. dude. Oh my god, it's amazing. You can probably find it on YouTube, too. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Matt Riddle posted it. Matt Riddle yeah. posted it. How crazy is that? <laughs> so, yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's not talk about Superhuman no, or no, not, because no, no. I could. We, we could do an entire episode on his, <laughs> it's so on his filmography. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're back. Yeah. Two weeks in a roll. Rolling. We rolling. Well, not necessarily two weeks in a Well, two episodes in a row. Yeah, let's put it that way. <laughs> Without bullshit, really. You know... Seems like life's been trying out the, 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 to get us recently. He's been giving us gulag, I tell you. God. Been rough. Oh, damn, but Faco's good. Not really. Actually, it ain't that great, but <laughs> it's what we have for some reason. <laughs> we have it here, yeah. Uh, not ICP fans, but you know. No. But if you like them, then you go do your thing. You go do you. Yeah, exactly. You do you. It's full of joke. <laughs> Anyway. So before we get into yeah. everything, like we always do, uh, questions, comments, and concerns yep. can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Tell us how shitty we are. <laughs> Tell us how bad this podcast is. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about a Facebook page. <laughs> Give us the five stars on iTunes. You know, rate us on SoundCloud, whatever. Whatever you want to do, or don't. It's up to you. It's up to you, yeah. <laughs> if you just want to be like, oh, this sucks, and turn it, turn it off, go for it. Yeah, so... Uh, before we get in the movies, like we always do, what have you been up to, man? How you doing? Uh, just work, work, and more work, really. Yep. Yep. And, of course, still working on other things. Other things, other projects. Yeah. Yes. It's been uh, difficult, but... I think since the last episode, I finished The Girl Next Door yeah. book. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to the movie, it's even more brutal. Whew. But I think it has an even more satisfying ending. Not going to spoil anything. Go read it. Go get the audiobook, however you want to do it. Check it out. It's really good. And I have recently got Audible. I, I like finally, Audible, man. I finally gave in, man. Like, gave in. I've been, like, what I was trying to do is just get the physical copies because I like physical media. I like general. physical media, too. However, I like to be read, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that, too. But, I mean, a lot of the problem also is some of these books are expensive. Yeah. Like, I was looking at a book on a certain person. For our thing we're doing. I think you can say what it is. It's not like it's like, oh, we got to keep it a secret. Well, I, I mean, it, it was a book on uh, Pee Wee Gaskins. Pee Wee Gaskins. The and, Final Truth. Yeah, The Final Truth. <laughs> that book is over $1,000. Well, it's because it's like wicked, wicked out of print, I think. Yeah, but the other books on him are pretty high, too. Yeah. 
especially for what Prosper throwing at this shit currently. Well, you know, which is nothing, but that's yeah, nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, you got to spend a little, make a little, man. Yeah, but I am not dropping over a thousand dollars on a book. <laughs> a wise man once told me, man, heaven ain't a lot like this. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a sick on cinema. The shittiest podcast on planet Earth. Um, it's been a long night. <laughs> been crazy now let me tell you i thought i was off the night and then it was like get big gulag gotta, yeah gotta work boy <laughs> get him to the gulag <laughs> it's like an inside joke there john I know. it's still funny <laughs> get him to the gulag but uh yeah that's all i've been doing nothing really uh watching a couple movies yeah N- nothing in particular for the podcast or anything well there's a couple movies we'll be doing for the podcast but yeah. you know just watching movies Trying to get back into the swing of that more than not just watching for the podcast, but actually watching movies. Yeah. Because <laughs> I do a terrible job with that. Like, man, I got to do a better job watching movies. Not just for the podcast, but just in general. That's what I'm saying, yeah. God. Like, when I put in perspective the movies that I have seen compared to what I haven't, I've seen some of the weirdest, most obscure shit compared to some of the most, like, some of the greatest movies yeah, of all it's time. Like, I've never seen Pulp Fiction. It, it, I've seen The Nostril Picker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen The Nostril Picker? You know, like, I make references to movies sometimes and not even, like, consider that the, p- the fact people haven't watched yeah, them. Yeah, people have no clue what it is. And they're just like, oh, what's that? I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. But, you know. Yeah, I'm listening to, trying to <laughs> learn how Audible works, though. Because, like, because I, I hooked it with, um, I think, my Amazon. Yeah. And it's like, order it on Amazon. The Amazon's like, order it on Audible. Ah, like, like, oh, shit. What is this shit? <laughs> so I got to figure that out here in a little bit. So Yeah. But before I do that, I think we should get into these movies, maybe. Yeah, probably. Well, we can, let's get into what we're talking about. Okay. We're going to be tonight talking about Harmony Kareem. Yeah. The madman of cult cinema. <laughs> he is crazy. The That's... 90s weren't a Herzog. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into Harmony full on, let's hear from our good buddy, Brandon Lane from Rants from the Black Lodge. Hey. We'll be right back. Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcast and mouthpiece of the Southeast, Brandon A. Lane, host of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, inviting all you to take a walk on the wild side and check out our Golden Pumpkin nominated and five star rated film commentary podcast. Each month, we dissect the greatest and sometimes worst films of that particular horror genre and we interact with the stars and crew of those films. You can find Rants from the Black Lodge podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, Podbean, and our homepage at JuicyKruger.com. And we're back. Hell yeah. Brandon Lane, good dude. Yeah. He shouted us out on uh, the Facebook page. I don't know if you saw that. I did not see that. Yeah, because I put, uh, he's like, post on there, and I was like, okay. I was like, well, I'm not a big, you know, not a big promoter. But, yeah. you know, if you want to check out my podcast, and he was like, if that, this show's great, check it out. I'm like, oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> you know? I don't go on Facebook very often, so. Right. Yes, we're talking Harmony Kareen. Yes. One of the strangest, oddest people ever exist. Ever exist. <laughs> so, uh, the movies we're going to be covering is Gummo, mm-hmm. Julian Donkey Boy, and <laughs> Trash Humpers. <sighs> Two of these, hmm. <laughs> Two of these movies are not like the other one. Yeah. <laughs> but one of these is not like the other. Exactly. One of these just does not belong. 
<laughs> well, I don't think that though. Well, I mean, I mean, we'll get into the the movies, of course, but yeah, and how they are different and how they are similar. See, it's funny too because my first introduction to Harmony Korine was Trash Humpers. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it would be. I swear, I thought it would have been Gummo. No, I knew of Gummo. Yeah, but I had never seen Gummo. But I had seen Trash Humpers, and I hated it the first time I watched it. <laughs> I didn't. I'll, we'll I'll get, get into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Save the opinion. I'm just saying, the, on my per- first viewing, I hated it. Yeah. And I think it was mainly because I didn't understand who Harmony Kareen was. <laughs> it's not a good first movie for Harmony Kareen. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? That's not how you should get into Harmony Kareen at all. No. But, like, I, and of course we'll get into this a little later, but I, I did see your rating on Letterboxd. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> we'll talk about that, yeah. Um. But to look, a little bit about Harmony Kareen, born in, like you said, California, raised in Nashville, Tennessee. That's, oh, okay. <laughs> Move, uh, got a scholarship to go to NYU, mm-hmm. moved to New York, uh, and met Larry Clark in a park. Yes. Larry Clark in a park. Larry it's Clark. Like, it's like yeah. Squibber on a chair. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But Larry, uh, he met Larry Clark. Yeah. Who, uh, if you don't know who Larry Clark is, he's the man behind Kids and Bully and uh, Ken Park. Yeah. We've covered two of his movies. I Was a Teenage Caveman, I think, is one of his movies, too. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> ain't, ain't that weird? I Was a Teenage Caveman? Something like that. It's something Teenage Caveman. What? I know. <laughs> but uh, It's nothing like his other movies. So they started talking and discussing the fact that uh, Harmony wanted to be a filmmaker, mm-hmm. and uh, Larry Clark wanted to make a movie, too. Larry yeah. Clark had never made a movie before. Yeah. So he uh, he hired Harmony to write a film, and the film that Harmony wrote was Kids. Yeah. And, of course, we have covered Kids before, and that's, uh, what, what was the name of that episode? Was it Youth, Youth Gone Wild? Yeah. Good not episode. Sure, not sure what number that is. No, but it's a good but, episode. We yeah. don't number our shit no more. <laughs> no. We should, but we don't. <laughs> it, it, we, we just do it by the titles. Yeah. So. But uh, so he he wrote kids and became an overnight sensation. People wanted mm-hmm. Harmony Kareen, so he wrote his first movie, his first directorial debut. Yeah, and sold it to uh, I think Warner mm. in 1997, and he sold them Gummo. <laughs> they had no clue what they were getting themselves into. Like, cause kids for the most part is. Pretty like like it's it's very similar in the way it's like it's it's similar it's, in in the way it's told yeah but, but it's not similar in like themes and like weirdness yeah <laughs> I wouldn't say kids is a weird movie I would say it's a tragic movie yeah see kids is a drama tragedy yeah Gummo is this nihilistic dark at times comedy but also very disturbing in its ideals yeah. And it's just a portrait of, like, the worst side of America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, let's get into 1997's Gummo. Yes. Gummo tells, uh, it's the story of Xena, Ohio, which, uh, if you know, here's your fun fact. Yeah. Harmony Kareem's a big skateboard fan. Yeah. Xena, Ohio was where uh, Alien Workshop was out of. Really? So he... Uh, name, he had it take place in the in Xena as an homage to Alien Workshop skateboards. Oh, that's awesome! Mm-hmm. But a tornado has ravaged this town. Yeah, and basically we just follow the day in the life of. Well, I guess it's not technically a day. It takes place over a couple days. 
you take a look into this town that it has lost it. <laughs> yeah. Mainly through the eyes of these two glue-sniffing, cat-killing kids. <laughs> and those are your um, maybe protagonists? Yeah, which I have a lot of theories on Gummo, but, you know, we'll get into that here in a little yeah. bit. But uh, there's also Chloe Servini. She's in this film. She was also in Kids. Mm-hmm. Her and her sisters kind of doing their thing. And there's also this bunny rabbit kid. Yeah. Just wanders of the town as well. And a shit ton of random people who, this is their only film credit. Yeah. Who could or could not be real people. Including, there's a, a, a albino well, woman. Yes. Who, <laughs> who has no toes. <laughs> who has no toes and loves Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. It, it's a crazy movie. It's insane, yes. So, uh, Gummo, thoughts? Oh, God. Um, I remember the first time I ever watched this movie. and It was together. Yeah. <laughs> and just remembering how shocked I was the first time I saw it. And this time I, when I watched it, it hit way too close to home. Yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> you go out look out your back door, there's Gummo. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there, there's a guy that lives not too far from us whose house looks like something from the... He would fit in perfectly in this movie. Like, there's just trash and stuff he stole everywhere. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And just... Of course, the kids in these movies, like, there are two main protagonists. You see these kids at school around Mm -hmm. where we live. Yeah. And and that blows my mind, really. You know, Gummo is just a ramped up version of this area. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very, you know, I think nihilistic describes this movie very well. Oh, yeah. It's not like there's no bright spot. No. <laughs> there's some funny parts. The, 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 there's some funny parts. Like, there's these two kids who are selling chocolate. Yeah, that's great. And then it cuts back to them a little later on, and they're like, yeah, they have the money. Because they said they are going to sell it for... Uh, a charity. Yeah, charity. And they're like, we're making all the money. We're getting all the bitches. <laughs> it's so funny. But, like, it's a movie that revels in its filth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like It's a filthy movie. Yeah. Like, it it, it gladly shows off how disgusting and vile it is. Like mm-hmm. like I said, the main the main characters of the movie are these two kids who sniff glue and, like, hunt down stray cats and kill them for money. <laughs> yeah. And they, like, go to, like, this guy's house and pay to have sex with their, his mentally challenged daughter. Yeah, you know, like this is this is the leads. The, yeah, these are your lead characters. See, my theory here's my theory on Gamma, which Harmony Korine has came out and said that he doesn't see his films as like having like this overarching message. Yeah, he like just puts these scenes together that he feels, you know, makes sense to make the story. Mm. <clears throat> but I feel like it's it's a you have the older kid who kind of is the idol to the younger kid, right? Yeah, and I think the the movie tells a lot about like. The younger kids struggle between being a normal kid mm-hmm. and following in this daggum sociopath's footsteps. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this manic sociopath who like he goes up and he goes down in his like mannerisms. Yeah. Sometimes he's super hyper. Sometimes he's like dead quiet. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, there's a part where the kids like, you know, some people think he's pure evil. <laughs> you know, and like he Ugh. he shows that many times in the film where you're like, this guy is insane. Yeah. Like, this kid's going to grow up to be a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> and then at the same time, the kid's mom's, like, kind of playing with him and, like, giving him a bath. And and then puts a gun to his head. Right? Well, yeah, but it's not a real gun. No. Oh, it's not? No, it's a toy gun. 
Oh, okay. Well, that, that makes it seem a little better. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like I said, like I feel like the film is like a struggle of that. I think the film it tells a story about him struggling whether or not he's going to be this kid, yeah, or if he's going to be with that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is he going to be a normal kid, or is he going to accept this path of the guy he looks of, up to? Of almost like depravity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think the ending shows where side he picks. Yeah. And then you have the bunny character, who I feel like is us almost. Yeah. He's just wandering this town, seeing everything. Mm-hmm. And I think we're the. That's us. That as the viewer, we're just wandering through this town, <laughs> exploring and finding all these bizarre people and all these not good people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got racists and drug addicts and Ugh. you know, and you know, we talked about it uh, the other day, just you know, off mic. Harmony Kareem does such a great job of like blending Re- reality yeah. and like fiction to the point where you're like, I don't know what what's is the real? movie and what's this. It, what is real? It, it, it's crazy. Like we'll talk about you know, Julian Donkey Boy later, and the the lead in that movie. Yeah, it seems so real that mm-hmm. I almost thought he was. Yeah, exactly. But in this movie, I think it's even crazier. Yeah, because like there's people like you seem like he's not an actor. He cannot be an actor. No, and in a way, that's what's the beauty about his movies mm-hmm. is he combines this you know this fact the fact factor of reality into it mm-hmm. to where you don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't know where the movie begins yeah. and where real life ends. You know, yeah, what I mean? like it scary. merges into this insane ball of chaos. Like th- there's some characters in this mo- in this movie in particular that I don't know I don't know how you find them right I don't know how you find these people he claims he he uh, casted the movie in 30 minutes at a Burger King parking lot but that's hard to say because Harmony Kareen is just this madman <laughs> who tells these stories you never can tell if they're real or not and he just films shit too yeah like there's points where he has to censor people's faces out and everything yeah it's <clears throat> excuse me but like. For instance, there's a scene that takes place in this kitchen. Yeah. And they're like, they're arm wrestling and drinking and wrestling a chair. <laughs> and one of them is actually skateboard legend Mark Gonzalez, the Gons. No, the Gons. And the other one is one of the lead kids. But everybody else in the room, it's like, are these actors? Yeah. Like, who are these people? You know, where did he find them? Yeah, and like, one of the, the leads, he found, he saw him on a, it was a TV show. Yeah, a kid who like, survived sniffing glue. Like he overdosed on like glue. Yeah, if that's even true, again we don't we don't know. That's what's the, that's the beauty of Harmony Curry. He tells these stories and he embellishes these things. But it's also infuriating. It's infuriating because it's like what's real? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like even like you're talking about his background earlier and like oh I, I was born in California and I moved to Nashville Tennessee mm-hmm. and then I went to New York. But how much of it like is how real? much? Yeah, how much of this is real, dude? He claims his parents live in a jungle now too. I don't. Okay, <laughs> look. <laughs> If that's true, then you have probably the greatest grandpa stories of all time. <laughs> it's insanity, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, but that's the beauty of Gummo, man. Like, it's yeah. just this dark, nasty little movie that like blurs reality and fiction to a point where you're like, I f- this might be a documentary at some point. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it feels like it. It man. does. It really does. It's this bizarre art piece that there's nothing else like it. Also, I'd like to mention one of my favorite things about this movie is the soundtrack. Yes. The soundtrack is awesome. Tons of metal. Well, of course, you know, that's that's why I like it. But, but sometimes, you know, there's a lot of times I find that 
a lot of horror movie directors will use metal in the soundtrack, and I don't think it works. Yeah, especially the, the, there's scenes of like, metal playing while someone's getting murdered. Yeah, they're getting stabbed, and it's like... <laughs> and it's like, this is dumb. But I mean, Harmony, like, he's really good because he does it again in Julian. Yeah. Of just using these songs mm. and like making them fit the scene perfectly. Like, we're, just the, subtle things, too, you yeah. know? Yeah. One of the best examples is the two leads are riding bikes down this hill... And uh, sleep, sleep song Dragonaut is playing. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And it's so cool. It's so cool. And there's like a scene where like there's like this de- this black metal song playing. Yeah. And uh, not just metal, but at the end they use Roy Orbison. Yeah. And that works amazing too. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's fantastic. Harmony like excels at editing a lot too. I think. Yeah, like of course yeah, I'm going to school currently and I'm learning how to edit stuff together. And this is very, very, like, these movies have become, like, inspiration almost. Yeah. Maybe not, maybe not as much the last one. Because <laughs> that was not, I mean, that was not necessarily, like, edited like this. <laughs> but, we'll, again, we'll get into that later. But yeah, like, Gummo is just a, it's, it's a unique piece, man. It's a unique film, <laughs> for sure. You can see why it garnered such a cult following, oh, when it yeah. came out. And you can see why it's on these lists of disturbing films, too. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, at first, when I, when I first watched it, I thought it was one of the war, most disturbing movies I've seen. Now, I don't know if I necessarily think that, but... It's dark. It's it's a nihilistic film. Mm-hmm. But, didn't we watch this in, like, um, what was, was it called? In a glass cage. I think we did. The like, same day. We watched them on the same day. Like, what uh, the hell were we doing? And then it was just like, like, well, go into YouTube after this. <laughs> Meme compilation. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the person we were watching it with, Amanda. But I hated the shit out of that. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, gummo, man. Like, what else can you say about it? Like, like it's it's garnered a cult following for a reason. It, mm. <laughs> it becomes a borderline documentary at points. Harmony finds these oddball characters and just kind of latches onto them. Yeah. You know, as well as creating them with his actors, you know. It's, it's great. <laughs> it's a great movie. He's one of the most fascinating directors out there. Mm-hmm. And I can get that just from watching three of his movies. Yep. Uh, absolutely. But yeah. Gummo, awesome stuff. Yeah. Highly recommend Gummo. Does he get the Civil War? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, you know, to be honest, even though we'll talk about them, you know, how I feel about the rest of them, if you only watch one movie from these three, I'm going to go ahead and say Gummo is the one to watch. Oh, yeah. Because, like I said, it's unique. There's nothing else like it. <laughs> Hon- like, honestly, though, these next two, though, at the same time, there's nothing like these movies. That's true. Harmony Harmony has a knack for creating... See, Harmony's narratives, like, we didn't really get into it with Gummo. Like, it has a plot. Yeah. It's just the narrative isn't linear. It's not told in the traditional sense. But it also doesn't jump around. It goes no, no, in chronological no, no. order. It just doesn't... It, it They play like real life, where like you just... Okay, you go to the store. Like there, there's not, you go home. I mean, you go hang out with your friends, and you like, take a bath. Yeah. You know, like it plays out like a real-life scenario. Like, the, the, there's a plot to these movies. Like, in Gummo's, it's, you know, a, a town that's been ravaged by a tornado. Mm-hmm. And... It tells a story in a way that a normal film like your Friday the Thirteenth would wouldn't. Yeah, like a three. It's not your normal three act structure. Yeah, it just goes and you just follow this events. 
Yeah, in, in in school they teach you about the like the like roller coaster like thing with like the points on it. Like you know what's this and this. Mm-hmm. I don't know where at in the movie of Gummo is the climax of the film. No, not really. There <laughs> really isn't one. There's no like moment in the movie where it's like, all right, here we go, the big resolution. Yeah, it all just kind of plays out over time. I mean, honestly, that, that it, it's also a pretty like tense movie, almost though. I would say. Well, it's because you don't know what these kids are gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> They're so crazy and just so yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, it's I mean, like it's they could do anything. Point, yeah, yeah. But that's that's the thing about you know Harmony Korine film. It's not like all right, Act One we get to this point. Yeah, Act Two we build to our climax. Act Three is the climax. It's just like it plays like real life. It's like all right, this happens, that happens, and then something bad happens, and that's the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's it. <laughs> so we go to 1999. Yes. Starring Erwin Ir- Ir- Brennan. Ewan Brennan. I go with it. A Scottish actor. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe Servini and Werner Herzog. Yes. <laughs> the psychopathic director who I'm pretty sure at one point killed a bunch of people in one of seven of his movies because he flooded it to do a boat scene and drowned a bunch of people. <laughs> Wait, is this true? Pretty sure it's true. Don't fact, don't call me 100% on it, but I think I read that. <laughs> Is, is this something you should be saying on the air? <laughs> you know. We've got to censor out this entire part of the conversation. <laughs> Julian Donkey Boy. Oh, God. You know, again, a weird movie. <laughs> it's it's weird, but I would almost say it's nowhere near as chaotic or explosive as Gummo. No, it's it's way more subdued and quiet. Yeah. You know. And it, honestly, again, like we didn't really talk about this one all that much. Uh, early, you know, before. Yeah. But this one also hit way too close to home. <laughs> because there's an entire side of my family. That's that, that's this that family? Is this movie. <laughs> yeah, right. And, I'm like, and I avoid them as much as I can. So, Julian is uh, schizophrenic. Yes. Unmedicated schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. And basically this movie is based upon Harmony Curring's uncle, who was an undiagnosed, unmedicated schizophrenic, and Julian is a representation of him. Yeah, and Julian lives with his sister Faith, mm-hmm. his uh, brother who wants to be a wrestler named Chris—not a pro wrestler, but like a collegiate wrestler. Yeah, his grandma who does nothing, played <laughs> by Harmony Korine's actual grandmother. Yeah, I saw that on uh, Letterbox. I was yeah. like, "What? It's crazy." <laughs> and they're uh, depressive, mentally abusive. German father played by Werner Herzog. <laughs> Man, he does a great job in this film, mm-hmm. but I hate him in this movie. He is, yeah, he's. Look, I know you were defending. I wasn't what, defending. I was just. I was. I was understanding where he was coming from as a character. But like, I mean, there's so many people who have mental disorders, but don't. Take them out on people. Yeah, yeah, but you know, he, you know, his wife passed, giving birth to the, his youngest son. He's downing cough syrup like a madman, <laughs> and just you know, he takes it out on his kids, which you shouldn't. It's wrong, but you know, I'm also saying I understand where he's coming from, though. He's also frustrated. All of his kids are kind of messed up. <laughs> you know, his daughter <laughs> is pregnant, possibly by Julian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Julian is schizophrenic and, you know, is at times very lovable and at times very manic. 
Yeah. And his other son's obsessed with being a winner, although you could argue that's probably putting on by him, by his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Look, good mother. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, like, <laughs> an interesting factoid before we get into Julian Donkey Boy is the movie that Harmony Kareem was going to make before this Oh Jesus! was called Fight Harm. Which he became obsessed with Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton and these slapstick comedians of the silent era, and decided that to make the ultimate slapstick movie, he was going to antagonize someone of every race and creed to beat the shit out of him. Okay. And have David Blaine film it. <laughs> okay. I don't know if he understands how slapstick works. <laughs> slapstick, for the most part, I would say slapstick films are fake. <laughs> That's true, yes. Or they're planned. Yes, they're they're choreographed. Yeah. You don't just go and be like, hey, so-and-so, blah, 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 and get your ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> That's not funny. But it, it got to the point where he was getting the shit kicked out of him on a daily basis. <laughs> Is it true, though? And we don't know, because the footage has never been released. Oh. <laughs> Some bitch. But that just kind of puts you at a place where... where Harmony was mentally going into this movie. I think he was probably at his roughest point. <laughs> as far as like drug use and other substances, you know? Like, I just wonder what he was taking at the time <laughs> of some of these movies. I mean, you gotta think, like, it, okay, here, before, we get, before we get into Julian, here's another thing. Okay. There's a great documentary on Harmony done by uh, Epically Latered, which yeah. is a great series about skateboarders, but they did that episode on Harmony. Harmony was a skateboarder. Yeah. yeah. Harmony wanted to... He went up to this guy who ran an art museum <laughs> in New York, right? Yeah. Who would let like skateboarders and stuff like that do art exhibits. You know, because he's like, that's what I want this place to be. Musicians and skaters and guys like that. Yeah. Who don't really get a chance in these other museums and stuff to get a, 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 an exhibition, right? Mm-hmm. So Harmony went up to him and was like, hey, I want to do a show. And he's like, okay, what do you want to do? He's like, I want to I take a midget. I want to put him in a cage in the center of the room, and I want to hang a sign above him that says, Spit on the Midget. Okay. And that was going to be the show. <laughs> I'm guessing there was a big no. Yeah, there was a no, but that's how that guy... That's, he didn't even introduce himself. He just walked up and said, Hi, I'm Harmony Kareen. I have an ideal for a show. <laughs> I don't under... <laughs> He's I like, don't understand. Harmony is such a legend because of things like that, though. You know what I mean? Like, these stories, you're like, are they true? Like, what is this? Well, that was obviously true, but it's on camera. <laughs> no, it ain't on camera. No, no. No. It was the guy who ran the museum t- told it. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, so I thought this was on camera, him saying this. No. And... It was at, a, it was at a, a show. It was that someone was showing off their art. Spit on the midget. Spit on the midget. So anyways, back to Julian Donkey Boy. Good lord, okay. So, you know, the main character is Julian, played by Ewan Brennan, I think his name is. It's hard to say. He's a Scottish actor. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who does an unbelievable job as oh my God. Julian. Again, at first, like, at first, until I, you know, looked everything up on this movie and realized this guy was in a bunch of other movies. Yeah, a bunch of big movies, too. Yeah. A lot of big movies, big too. Movies, yeah. yeah. I thought this guy was legit. Mm-hmm. I thought this was this was more than just a performance. Yeah, right. He he really like latches on to because he went and spent time with Harmony's uncle, interviewed him. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. he could get his voice pattern, his mannerisms, the way he spoke, the way he carried himself down. Jeez. And you've seen people like this. You've seen homeless people on the street, kind of being like, you know, oh, oh hey, what, oh, oh, you know, just kind of talking yeah. to themselves. They're like, are they talking to me? 
You know, <laughs> like I'm confused, I'm scared, I don't want to be around them. You know, and that's sad. Yeah, you shouldn't feel that way, but you know, you don't know. Like, I mean, that reminds me. I was at work, and I think I told you the story the last time we before we did the podcast. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy who walked by, and was like screaming to himself. Yeah, and scared the teetle shit out of me. Yeah, and I mean, he didn't do anything. He just walked past and. You know, like, at the core of the character, Julian is a very loving person. Yeah. Like, he he volunteers at this, like, school for the blind kids. Mm -hmm. And he really cares for these kids, and he wants to take care of them. But then you see a scene where, like, he's cooking the eggs with his brother Chris, and the way Harmony cuts it is brilliant. Yeah. Where it never lets the scene go more than, like, a second. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't ever finish what he's saying or doing. He's like, you know? Yeah. And it shows how manic and, like, psychotic he can be. Yeah, he's still very loving and he cares about his family, but his these manic episodes, his his does you know his illness pushes him to these points of chaos. Yeah, and you know, and, and this film is much more quiet, mm-hmm. more subdued, and much more like a more tragic. It's just a sad movie. <laughs> it is a very, it is a very sad movie, man. You know, and we talk about it. You know, you get into Herzog's character, the father. You know, he really abuses Chris in particular. Yeah. You know, uh, we the first time we get a really good glimpse of them both together. He's spraying him with a water hose, oh. and he's like, "Don't you shiver? I don't want you to shiver." God, it's so messed up. You know, loser winners don't shiver. Stop shivering. Yeah. You know, and it's just like. Whew. Rough. Honestly, I would say this is probably the one the one movie that I at least have watched that is probably the closest to kids mm-hmm. because it tells a story in the same way kids does, and it's very tragic, like mm-hmm. kids is. It just unfolds. Yeah, I think that's the best way to describe like the way Harmony's narratives move. Yeah, they don't play out like a movie; they just unfold. It's like a rolled up carpet. It like kid, kid. It, it's just it's just situations until it comes to a climax. Yeah, which sounds like it could be really boring, but Harmony handles it in such a way that all the set pieces work. Yeah, you know, there's the scene with them at dinner, and you know, he's he's wanting to tell his poem, mm-hmm. and uh, his dad's like, "It's terrible. I think it's stupid." Yeah. And it's like, God dang, like, this guy's an ass. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's, he, a, he's an asshole. Yeah. But again, like I feel like because then you see him with he has a friend who has no arms. Oh my god! Ball yeah. being balling. This guy is an absolute legend. He's a boss, dude. Just from the two scenes I saw him in, he's playing cards, doing drink, a magic tricks. Yeah, doing magic tricks, but just his feet, just his feet. And then there's a scene later where he's playing drums. He's just with balling just his feet. out on drums, dude. Like, and I'm not talking like he's just playing like a bass drum. He's this guy. He's like Neil Peart over here. Oh my god, Almighty! He's balling. He's got a lot figured out better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's again, it's like, is that a guy an actor? Who knows? Is the Black Albino straight from Alabama? Oh my, again, another guy who... Is awesome. Yeah. But it's like, is he an actor? I I looked at his page, and he was in a few other movies. Okay. Or uh, the little girl. Yeah. The blind little girl that they take ice skating. Mm. Is, <laughs> is, she a, is she an actor? I don't know, you know, yeah. these people just in this movie, it's like, you know, it's like, it, again, it blurs that line, yeah. like, are these real people? <laughs> are these real Are these people? 
<laughs> you know, there's great scenes. You know, Harmony used a lot of unusual techniques when making this movie, such as um, using spy cams. Yeah. For, like, the scene where Harmony is on, not Harmony, but uh, Julian is on the street kind of, you know, freaking out a little bit. Yeah. He used a spy cam to get people's real reactions. That's crazy. You know, or the the ending, which I don't want to give away. Oh, gosh. you know, again, use these spy cameras to catch these people's real reactions to this. Mm -hmm. You know, and and everything you see happening around Julian is all real. These people are reacting to something they think is 100% legit. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And I I didn't do it intentionally, but I we we referenced Eric Andre. It's very similar very to similar Eric to Andre. Andre. It really is because it's legit reactions from people who aren't expecting what's yeah. happening. <laughs> but the the madman behind it knows exactly what's going to happen. Yep. And Harmony, in a way, is kind of you know if you think about self harm, is very Eric Andre ish. Yeah, I could totally see Eric Andre doing something like that. What the hell? You threw something? <laughs> <laughs> I meant to throw the trash. There's a, there's a piece of, like lit in my pocket. I meant to throw in the trash. I mean, to me, the most disturbing scene in the movie is probably um, the the scene where Harm- uh, where uh, Chloe Servini's character Faith is oh. playing the harp, and uh, his dad, our, their dad, is like, you know, tell her she's stupid, that she's a debutante, she's a slut, and she'll yeah. never know how to play it. <laughs> And then eventually he's like, slap your face. If I was as stupid as you, I'd slap my face. Hey, such a piece of shit. And you know what it reminded me of? What? Blow your freaking brains out. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. Man, that scene's really rough, and the hose is really rough. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I, I don't, it's just kind of a spoiler, so I won't say. You can be vague. There's, there's something that happens at the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the ending, yeah. The ending is very rough. But I don't know if that's as disturbing as it is just really tragic and sad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know. <laughs> There's also a lot of really sad movies and there's a scene where Chloe talks to uh Julian over the phone pretending to be the, his mother. Yeah. That scene's really sad and really rough. Not fun to listen to at all. <laughs> no. Uh Harmony was supposed to, he did this under the Dogma 95 banner. Which was this thing that was created by Lars von Trier, of all people. He's yeah. back. Talk about oh Mad Lads. <laughs> we we got all kinds of Mad Lads involved. We got Harmony Kareen, Werner Herzog, Lars von Trier. <laughs> it, it is literally like the unholy trio of Mad Lads. <laughs> it really is. So, uh, you know, he's got... He's supposed to be like... There was rules where like, you can only do this. And you can only have music in the movie if it's like... If they're listening to it. It can't be added in. Stuff like that. Which Harmony broke like every rule. Okay, here's the thing about Lars von Trier. Okay? He implements these rules. Yeah. But he breaks them. Well, yeah, he don't make movies under the Dogma 95 thing anymore. It was supposed to be just this thing of like they challenge themselves, right? And at the end of the movie, you have to write a confession admitting to all the things you did wrong under the Dogma 95 thing, right? What the hell? Harmony's confession was, I'm sorry, Chloe wasn't actually actually pregnant. That was a pillow. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bad <lads>, man. <laughs> but he shot it on video. Oh my god, like the way the movie looks, like at first, like I think my first note is this film looks like it was filmed on a potato. <laughs> it does, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but I think that works with Julian's like yeah, his mindset. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it shot on video, mm-hmm. blow it up to like sixteen millimeter, or show, blow it up to eight millimeter, and then like pressed onto sixteen millimeter. Good God. So it was designed to look as bad as possible, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I mean, it does. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know, you got to talk about you and Brennan. Yeah. That's an Oscar level performance. Yeah. I mean, he's gone. He is Julian. That guy is not there. That is 100% Julian. Yeah, he is... The, the actor is gone. Mm-hmm. It's... Uh, this character come to life. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Harmony's never going to get nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> no. It, if he does... If he does, hell will freeze over. Yeah, it's the end of the world. The trumpet's going to start playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs> Harmony just got nominated for an Oscar. Oh, oh it's the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's so amazing in the movie. Yeah. Like, everybody's good. Everybody's really good. But he's like next level good. He's a next level actor. Yeah. At least by this performance. Fantastic stuff. Like incredible performance. But again, good use of music. Mm-hmm. Good visuals. Great editing. You know, it's told in the very unique way. And ultimately just leads to like what I think is probably Harmony Kareem's the most underrated movie. Yeah. I mean, but I know you said you had some problems with it, which I know we've been, we've been gushing over it a little bit. Maybe you should talk about some of the stuff you didn't care for. Like, it, it's a great movie. And a lot of it, it's in the way Harmony's style is. Mm-hmm. It kind of, like, I feel like it kind of drags at points. I mean, I can agree with it. it. It doesn't bother me, but I can I can agree with that. Yeah, like, there's moments where I'm just kind of like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. We kind of just got some walking. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's because I watched this movie a long time ago called Hellacious Acres. Yeah. Which I can't even believe I remember the title of this movie. That's how the weird my brain is. That I can remember dumb shit like that, but I can't remember how to do stuff at work. But <laughs> what? What? Hmm. I, I, can I can remember Hellacious Acres, but I forget to lock the ice at night. <laughs> you've got... Yeah. You forget which light switch. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, but I can stuff. remember I watched Hellacious Acres like yeah. nearly 10 years ago, probably. <laughs> but it's just this movie where it's this guy in this robot suit... Which looks cool. Yeah, the idea is awesome. It's like this, like almost like a first-person shooter movie. Oh, oh, okay. And it, the idea was cool, but like ninety percent of the movies, he's just walking through these fields, and it's like, heavy music. Yeah, sludgy music. He's just walking. Like that's like ninety percent of the movie, and then like something will happen. Like, I remember he, like, shot... He had, like, a feed tube thing, and he, like, shoots glass into it. That's, like, the only thing that actually happens in the movie. Oh, my God. And then and then he starts walking in. <laughs> like, God almighty. Like, something's got to happen. <laughs> Something has to... Oh, no, it's over. <laughs> How do you remember this? I don't know. I know Phil brought it over. I don't remember... <laughs> I don't remember how I remember I that, this but. movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, I bought this movie at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to watch this on that. Just, just I would like to, honestly, alone. like, I remember it sucking and not liking it that yeah. much, but I would like to watch it again just to be like, ah, yeah. <laughs> what, like, having just a series of, like, strangest films. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, overall, I love Julian Donkey Boy. I think it's a, I think it's a great movie. And, like, the more time I think about it, I think, you know, a lot of my, my thoughts have improved mm-hmm. after thinking about it. But, again, I, I still do think there's moments where it kind of drags. But, except for that, I think it's a really good movie. Yeah, I, I really love it. I think, Like I said, I think it's his most underrated movie. 
Yeah. Nobody really talks about Julian Donkey Boy. It's Gummo, Spring Breakers, Trash Humpers. I've never seen Mr. Lonely, so I don't. I can't whether or not say it's very underrated or not. Yeah. But as far as like harmony stuff, I've seen. Yeah. Julian Donkey Boy is way underrated. Nobody talks about it, and it deserves more credit. And yeah. I think honestly, like I think a lot of people could get into Julian Donkey Boy before even Gummo. Yeah. Because like it's like it's almost like a like a really dark Kevin Smith movie. Like yeah. like Kevin Smith when he was doing like Chase and Amy, like really like dramedies, you know, really, yeah. really deep dramedies. It, it it is very much like a very like a way more dark and serious Clerks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and I think it's easier to grab a hold onto that more than it is like Gummo. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Gummo's just a movie that's gonna be hard to like get. From it's a hard movie to understand from the first go because a lot of people are gonna watch Gummo and be like, I don't understand what's happening. I like you don't. That's the <laughs> you just don't. You just go with it. Speaking of not making speaking sense. of going with it, not making a sense. Mike, Mike, don't fake it. Oh. Mike, Mike, don't fake God. it. God, we're in two thousand and nine. A big jump, big jump. But he did do Mister Lonely in between yeah. there, and some music videos and stuff like that. And David mm. Blaine, he worked with David Blaine. Yeah. He did his street magic shit. <laughs> I remember, okay, here's a little sidetrack. I remember when I was like, all right, maybe this David Blaine thing went too far. Yeah. There was a, <laughs> he did a magic trick, right? I guess it was a magic trick. I don't even know. This lady's looking at this dead so, pigeon. So Sorry, hold on. I just got to imagine this for a second. We do this podcast, and you're like, David Blaine went too far. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, let me explain my point here. <laughs> Let me get into the, before we get into trash humpers. Let me get into this. Let me get into this. It's always stuck with me and being like, that was weird. So th- there's this woman. She's in the park, and it makes me think it's all hunters in stage, but I don't know. And she's looking at this dead bird, right? Yeah. And David Blaine like comes up and he's like, sucked about that bird. And she's like, yeah. And he like picks it up and he's like, and all of a it flies away and it's back to life. I'm like, this bitch just act like he Jesus. <laughs> I was freaked out. I was like. <laughs> I was young and didn't couldn't comprehend what I just saw. Again, John, we do a podcast where we talk about movies about rape and murder and pillaging. Yeah. David Blaine went too far. <laughs> Look, when I was when I was a kid, that freaked me out. I was like, he just brought that bird back to life. <laughs> oh my god. It scared the shit out of me. I didn't understand it, Matt. <laughs> I was like, he ain't Jesus. How does he bring the birds back to life? <laughs> We're done. It's over. It's over. There's another memory from the bank that I don't know how I remember, but... Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe. Like, we've covered some of the most the darkest <laughs> movies yeah. ever made on this podcast. But somehow David Blaine breathing air to a bird... <laughs> He brought it back to life. He didn't breathe air into it, Matt. <laughs> bird was, that bird was stiff. He Lazarus. He Lazarus it. Okay. Like, okay, but I mean, come on, man. It freaked me out. <laughs> I, just, I just don't understand. Like, how we went too far, though. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's just talk about trash uppers. After we're done, we gotta talk about this some more. So we gotta get into the trash pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. never so, the trash, pussy. <laughs> trash humpers is essentially Harmony Kareen's take on the found footage snuff film genre. 
Yeah. But done in a very harmony carrying style. I feel like he watched a movie like August Underground and was like, How can I make it weird? How can I make this weird <laughs> and almost do like a parody? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of get that too. Yeah. Like maybe it's a parody of the genre. It, it does feel that way, but who knows the harmony? He could probably be like, this is the most serious film I've ever made. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and people would believe him. But It's about four <laughs> sociopathic, psychopathic, elderly people. But are they are they supposed to be elderly? I think they're supposed to be elderly. I don't know. I don't know either. If, if so, then they he did a horrible job of making them look actually old. Well, some of the masks look really good, and some of the other ones but do the, not. But their arms... Their arms are yeah. clearly people who are not like in their eighties. That's true. <laughs> so like, I, don't, I don't, I don't know how you were paying attention to their damn arms and everything else that was happening. Look, th- th- there's points where I'm just like trying to get a hold of anything. I'm like, <laughs> what's happening with any of this? But anyways, it takes place in Nashville, Tennessee. It's these four insane old people just on a rampage, humping trash, shitting in front of people's garages. Murdering people, corrupting kids. Maybe we eating pancakes with dish soap. Making people eat pancakes with dish soap that are supposed to be, I don't know what they're supposed to be. I don't know if they're supposed to be. I don't understand. I don't know if they're that, conjoined okay. twins or what they're supposed no, to they're be. No, they're not, though. I know. <laughs> I don't understand this movie. Make it, make it, don't fake it. <laughs> and the repetitive nature in this movie, like, usually repetitiveness. Mm. Repetitiveness? Yes. It doesn't really bother me. This movie got me to my breaking point. It does push you pretty far, don't it? I'm, like this is like you described it perfectly. This is w- one of the weirdest. I, w- I would say it's it, it is fun to an extent. It's funny. It's what I the, said was, I was like, it's disturbing. Yeah. Funny and infuriating. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and infuriating it is mm-hmm. because Mike it, Mike it, don't fake it. Yeah, that sounds funny here. I remember when you were talking about talking about it and be like, oh, that's funny. But when you hear that that phrase, I would say well over twenty times. Oh my god, he says it so many times. Like this movie was at like an hour and fourteen. Yeah, and I would say about at not, least forty percent <laughs> of this movie is make it, make it, don't fake it. Yeah, I'd say not ten minutes goes by without him at least saying some variant of it. Oh god, or three little devils jumped over the wall. That didn't that didn't bother me as bad as that did though. His or laugh. the laugh. <laughs> Again, <laughs> sounds funny here. Sounds funny there. And I remember when you were talking about it, I was like, that sounds hilarious. But here I am watching it, and like the first couple of times, I'm like, okay, it's funny. But then later, I'm like, I want to kill you. I could see you just like sweating. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was, man. Because this house is hot, too. So I'm just like, <laughs> stop. Three little devils over the wall. God almighty. Yeah, you got these two old guys, right? Yeah. And this old lady, and then you got the, the old guy filming it, which is Harmony Corrine. Okay, Harmony is also wearing a shitty wig <laughs> and a rebel flag shirt. <laughs> yes! And he's like, oh boy, that's a head trauma right there. <laughs> it's, it's infuriating. <laughs> the moments where I legit talk about fast forwarding. <laughs> But again, like in true Harmony Korean style, you're like, I don't know what is fake. I don't know what is real. I just know that these people are humping trash. 
Like, it's the most aptly titled movie ever. <laughs> that was a review on Letterboxd. Yeah. That's what I was like, this is the most aptly titled film. We really got to start keeping a better eye on this card. <laughs> it's like twice we've had this happen to us. Yeah. Oh, God. So you're all not going to hear nothing. Like, it's just going to be like, we're saying something, it cuts off, and then we start talking again. Our card filled up again. Anywho, Trash Humper's here. Yeah. Right? The most aptly titled movie. Yeah. Here, right? Well, I was saying is it's up there with Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know exactly what you get. <laughs> <laughs> or like... <laughs> Or like was it uh, the King- Kingdom of the Spiders? Yeah, with, it's like yeah, there's spiders like, everywhere. There's a lot of spiders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they hump trash. Yes, they do. <laughs> they hump it a lot. Oh my god! There's one point where one of them's on top of a trash can and he's like humping the shit out of yeah. it. Yeah, he's like, "Get that trash, pussy!" Oh <laughs> Hour and fourteen <laughs> minutes of that. Make it, make it, don't fake it. And fucking. I doubt there was a script for this movie. <laughs> I don't think there was. Although there is scenes that make me think, because then there's like this really like bigoted comedian, oh maybe. I don't know. He's not really telling jokes. Is he real? He just like he just starts sucking each other's dick. Feel- oh my god! I'm getting flashbacks. <laughs> Hour fourteen minutes of yeah. It's an insane movie. But it's insane. Here's the thing. As infuriating as it is, I didn't hate it. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> you liked it a lot, actually. I did, yeah. Upon second viewing of it, man, like, it is my least favorite of the movies we reviewed. Yeah. It's my least favorite Harmony Korine movie I've seen. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if we're just idiots. <laughs> again, Talk folks, again. you're going to hear, like, uh, just a short little, like, <laughs> and then we're going to be back talking again because our car got full again. Have fun editing this. I don't edit, so this is just going to be a big stream. I, I harmony Korean these podcasts. I just put it together. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, Trash Humpers, man. Like, I liked it. I did like it, but it is Harmony Korean's most, like, it's not original. This has no. been done. You know what I mean? And, and it does get really, really repetitive. <sighs> like, not just in, like, the Mega Mega Don't Fake It and Hurt, you know. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of it's just humping trash, killing people, and that's it. Hump trash, killing people, shitting in front of doors, just being weirdos. <laughs> yeah. That's the movie. That's how that's trash uppers. I, in a way, though, I feel like this is Harmony Korine's, like, fever dream. Yeah, it really <laughs> is, like, it is like a Harmony, like, this is all of Harmony Korine's, like, madness, like, developing into one thing. Because in the in the first two movies we talked about, there's a lot, there's two scenes in particular where people wrestling inanimate objects. There definitely is, yes. And this is a lot of people. Trash humping. Humping inanimate objects. Humping away. And already Korean, every time he like films a dog, he's like, hey, oh. <laughs> it's disgusting. Mike, Mike, don't make it. <laughs> eat these pancakes. Now eat these pancakes. Eat them with this soap. <laughs> eat them with soap. So it's, it's weird. They just started sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> you filming me? You're an asshole, man. Yeah. <laughs> don't start filming. I'm telling jokes over here. <laughs> <laughs> the worst jokes ever. Bad, terrible. Like, what, ma- what makes it funny is actually like Harmony's laughing over it. Yeah. It's, just, it's ridiculous. It's insane. Like it is an insane movie. Yeah. It's August Underground on on crack. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Where this ideal came from, I'll never know. Oh, like honestly, where do all of these ideas come from? Where like. 
Gummo and Julian Donkey Boy, you you can make sense that that could have been sober ideas for movies. <laughs> sure. Okay, some of these other projects that haven't come out. Fight like, harm. <laughs> yeah, me get the shit kicked out of me on camera by a bunch of ran- random people. Well, it's like even Spring Breakers, which people say is like Harmony Kareen's most like straightforward movie. Yeah. Still is like insanely weird and just fever dreamish at points. <laughs> which we didn't cover Spring Breakers this time, but we will in the future. Because he has other movies. So and maybe oh, we'll God. do like a Youth Gone Wild 2 and we'll throw that in there or something. That'd be yeah. fun. Because I know nothing but that movie. Mike so. and Mike don't fake it. God dang it. I mean, I, it's like we keep just talking about moments in the movie, but how do you That's all it is. This? That's all it is, is moments. Like, I'll, when I was in there watching this, I was like, how the fuck do we review this? <laughs> it's just they break shit, they hump shit, they they choke somebody out at one point, you know. I, like, again, on Letterboxd, I kind of just gave it a rating because I was like, I don't know how to write this. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, is, it is a movie that's like, I don't really know what to think, what to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I personally, I had fun with it. I rated it based on the fact that I had a good time watching it. I did laugh really hard at a couple parts, mm-hmm. but then at the same time, here I am just like pun- punching my palm, <laughs> just like I'm angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll agree with that 100 percent because I definitely rated it a lot higher than you did. <laughs> and I'll be fair and say maybe a little too high. <laughs> What you did I, I gave it a three and a half out of five. <laughs> okay. All right, people. John gave Trash Humpers a three and a half. I did. <laughs> and I, I gave Guardians of the Galaxy 2 like a two. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Dead serious. There's, a movie, there's also a movie we covered on the podcast that is like, known as a pretty good movie that you're like two and a half. Or what was like it? Oh, like... It was in the French Extreme too, I think. Oh, high tension. No, no, oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the the second one. Oh, Frontiers. Yeah, like <laughs> it has some pretty good ratings. Yeah, I'd say, and you're like, like yeah, two and a half. Trash Humpers, though, three, three and, and a half. half. <laughs> <laughs> Almost a four. <laughs> out of five. Look, I'll, I'll I'll fully admit, maybe that's a little high. You fucking loved this movie too, <laughs> the first go. Which is funny because the first time I watched, it, I hated this movie. <laughs> hated it. I didn't even remember they killed people. I hated it so bad. <laughs> I tried to block this movie out of my damn. But once oh. I understand Harmony and who he is and like what he does and become a fan of him, you know, watching it again, I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. I understand what he's doing now. He's being Harmony Kareen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He's being insane. He's being <laughs> Harmony Kareen. There's an old guy in a maid outfit at one point. Yeah. They're throwing fireworks at him. Which is funny. Shit. He's like, make it, make it, don't fake it. And he's like trying to do a poem and like, let's keep throwing shit at him. Like, honestly, like it does feel like something that we would like imagine as a joke. Yeah. And Harmony put it on film. <laughs> Harmony just don't got no filter. He <laughs> he's doesn't. Just, he's just mad. He's just crazy. I mean, that's the reason why he will never be at the Oscars. That though. is true, yeah. But <laughs> watch Trash Hump and just like, mm-hmm. But you know who else was in that, the Oscars as far as I know, anyway? John Waters. That's true. John, honestly, John Waters and Harmony Korean are not super different. They're not far apart, no. <laughs> They're both pretty mad laddish. They both like to film people. Yeah. Just weird people. And doing weird things. <laughs> I gotta say, I love them both for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I, Trash Humpers, like like I said, maybe I rate it a little too high. Um, Look, honestly, though, like, 
if you think it deserves <laughs> that rating, then all go for it. Yeah, but I don't know if it does necessarily. <laughs> like I like I was just sitting there. I was like, what do I give it? Uh, three and a half. And I sit there and I was like. <sighs> Because I gave you shit recently about giving the prophecy of Christopher Walken a four. I'm going to have to say that that's probably a better movie than Trash Hoppers. <laughs> now I'm just wondering how many emails we're going to get. I'm like, you got a movie a fucking four. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and, I gave, and I gave a movie that you and many other people love. Like, that we covered on the podcast. Um, oh, shit. It, it was part of the... Oh God! What's the name of those movies? Oh, oh no! What's happened? Oh no! Oh God! Oh. Jesus! Oh no! You talking oh, about Tetsuo? No! 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 Oh shit! What are you talking oh, about? Shit! Matt! Hold on! What's oh. happened? Don't what shut up! It's a podcast. Let's <laughs> shut up. We got no material. Keep talking. <laughs> I'll wrap up trash humpers here. Oh God! Um, uh, it's oh, odd. God. It's not for everybody. A lot of people will really dislike this movie. I'd say most people probably dislike this movie. Yeah. I think about the hundred time they're going, Mike it, Mike it, don't fake it. They're going to hate it. Yeah. And justifiably, maybe. <laughs> it's really hard because, like I said, some people are going to watch it and be like, I get it. I like it. Some people are going to watch it and be like, why? Why did I waste my damn? And if you look at Letterboxd, very much like that. The, the Nicasso movies. That's what it was. Oh, Arrow School? Yeah, Arrow School. I don't know if Arrow... I think Arrow School might be on the same line of like trash uppers of people okay. liking and hating it. I hated that movie. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, the Prophecy of Foro. Or like... Prophecy <laughs> of Four and Trash Uppers of Three and a Half. What is wrong with us? <laughs> and it's like, I, look, there's a movie that came out in theaters. Uh, Ready Player One, I gave like a, like a two. A two, yeah. And people probably love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, Prophecy's a four, though. There is some like, there is some like, non-graphic disturbing things in this movie. There's a whole scene where he's teaching this kid yeah. how to put razor blades in an apple and give it to his friends. And I'm like, God dang. <laughs> like, this is messed up. Yeah, and like, like them staring in the windows. And yeah, shit. like with like flashlights, like looking yeah. in the windows and shit. Very creepy. It's creepy. It's a very yeah, creepy very movie. Creepy. It is creepy. But, uh... I mean, also, like, we forgot to mention just how creepy those masks really they're are. They're very creepy, man. Because they're like, they look real, but not. Uncanny Valley. Yeah, they very much fall into the Uncanny Valley. And it's... Ooh. Especially Harmony's. <laughs> oh, my God. His outfit's ridiculous. He's got that Rebel Flag shirt on and, like, that's like and a suit like, jacket. Like, it's not just, like, a Rebel Flag on it. It's the entire shirt. Entire shirt. <laughs> 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 like, okay, this is, gonna, this is a little bit of a rant. I do not like full picture shirts. Really, I don't. It kind of depends for me. I don't. I don't. I like, like. I like when something takes up a lot of the shirt. I really do. Like I like when something you know covers up like a lot of the front of the shirt or even on the back, but not the entire shirt. Like I don't think the sleeves should be covered in something as well. Three little devils jumped <laughs> over the wall. That's how that movie is. Like something will happen, and then <laughs> three little devils go jump over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's Trash Humpers, man. I mean, I don't know uh, if we did a good job explaining that movie or reviewing it, but how do you? I think we explained it good enough. <laughs> right? It's Still, like, it's August Underground on crack cocaine. <laughs> like, honestly, there's a version of it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it hasn't been took down. <laughs> what? <laughs> I could see Harmony putting it up himself, to be honest with you. Like, He's that insane. It's like I clicked on it, right? And I swear... <laughs> It was just someone screenshotting the entire movie. What? Like someone screen captured the entire movie. Like they they pulled it up, full screened it, and they screen capped it. 
That's and it showed the entire process of cutting that out. That's really weird. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if it was harmony though. That's true. I wouldn't either. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, so yeah, the harmony. Overall, what's your thoughts on harmony as a filmmaker? Because you'd only ever seen Gummo. Yeah, I only saw Gummo and kids. But yeah. you know that that's more of a Larry Clark movie. But yeah. you know, I I like his work personally. Yeah. Like, like trash humpers, like I think maybe my rating was a little harsh I don't at know, first. Maybe mine was just a little too positive. Get <laughs> <laughs> three and a half. That's crazy. The more I think about it, Johnson <laughs> <laughs> was like just sweating. This is rating. People God. judging him on it. But um, <laughs> that and the David Blaine. <laughs> Get on with it. Okay. <laughs> Leave me alone about my David Blaine rant. <laughs> but. I think he's a very interesting person, and I do like his films. So. Yeah. For me, it's like, I love his movies. I love Gummo, Julie Donkey Boy, Trash Humper, Spring Breakers. Yeah. I love his film arc as a filmmaker. But him as a human being and a person is almost more fascinating than his movies themselves. Yeah. Like, just listening to him talk and his ideals on things and just... Mm-hmm. You know, him getting kicked off of Letterman forever, being permanently banned because he stole somebody's purse backstage or something. <laughs> like, he's just so interesting, and, like, he weaves this, these tales, and, like, much like his movies, you have to sit there and be like, is this real, or is he yeah. bullshitting me, you know? And he's the master of it, man. Yeah. And he paints pictures of yachts with porn titles on them. Oh. You know, how can you not love him? <laughs> he's Harmony Creed, he's a mad lad. He's we salute a, you, sir. We salute him because he's Jesus. There's not anyone else like him. <laughs> oh God! What are the chances of him listening to this? Slim. He actually makes a lot of money. Yeah, he's a rich mofo. Really? Yeah, because his paintings, his paintings make him a lot of money. What? Yeah. Why does he make movies then? Because he loves movies. He just released one which called Beach Bums with Matthew McConaughey and Snoop Dogg, and got the- bombed. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> who thought that was a good idea? Who thought putting Harmony Corrine in a major film, Harmony like, Corrine and and have Matthew McConaughey and Snoop Dogg be the lead and be like, yeah, we'll go wild with that. <laughs> and it's about smoking weed. There we go. Should have put it out. If you want to, if you want to be successful, do it limited and put it out on four twenty. Yeah, then you would have done well. Oh my god, that's that's insane. <laughs> it is insane. But again, we salute you, Harmony. Harmony Corrine, he's a mad lad. We love him. Here's a question. What are we doing next time? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I say let's keep it a secret because I have some ideals. Yeah. But, you know, I don't want to say anything in case they don't come through. Did I choose this one? You choose the episode. I, I chose this one. No, no, I chose Harmony. Okay, I choose the next one, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, unless we do what I have an ideal for, but okay. like I, said, I don't know if we will or not. All right. So we'll keep it vague for now. But you follow us on Instagram, Sick on Cinema Podcast, or on Facebook, Sick on Cinema, and you can find out. Yeah. I like that little plug. There- Excuse me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, turn it off. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. You should have just ended it right then. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Um, let's do our shout-outs like we always yep. do. Jason, Rain Architect, the man yes. behind our theme song. Amazing musician. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. Uh, go check out Dot Orbix on Facebook as well. Yes. I'm currently making a project with that guy, and it's going to be awesome. And I've seen some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some really dope shit coming. You know, we played the promo, but check out Brandon Lane and the crew over Rants from the Black Lodge. Mm-hmm. Go check out uh, the guys at Who Will Survive. Yes. They're awesome. Um, am I missing anybody? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. 
Let's go shout out one of our other projects. I mean, not until it's ready. No. <laughs> no. As if it does. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've enjoyed doing this episode. Harmony's been a fun one to talk about, even yep. if our card did get full twice. Oh, my God. Next time, we'll replace the, the SD card so that we well, have, we have proper, yeah. <laughs> proper recording time, yeah. not to like goof around with it. But uh, yeah, anything you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Um, I guess, uh, I, I don't think we've ever done this before. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah I don't, we never do really thank anybody for listening, but we are very appreciative. Yeah. Oh, like honestly, it is like I, I do like look at the Instagram from time to time and see you know, the follower count and stuff like that. And we do pretty well on Instagram. Yeah. You know, better than any of our other social medias. But oh yeah. So. And man, it is it is kind of humbling to see that. Yeah. That we don't people, got like, we got like a big following or anything. Well, no, but, but it, it is humbling to see that people care. People actually people, like it. Yeah. And people do listen to. Two goofs. <laughs> we barely know how to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Two goofs talk about horror movies and just weird stuff in general. I mean, yeah. And I do appreciate that. Yeah. But uh, I guess now's a good time to wrap it up. Yeah. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. So I'm John. I'm Matt. And you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick S- on, on cinema. Cinema. Cinema! Mark it, mark it, don't fight it! Whoop, whoop! <laughs>